Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from May 12th until May 19th. There is a lot of beautiful energy over the next week. So we'll be talking about these various energies that are helping us be clearer on what we want in our lives now. And we're going to also have some movement and direction in how to use these energies, how to apply them, what to communicate, what to say. Perhaps you're even reevaluating some things in your head or looking at what is the right next step, what's the right direction. Or even if you're not moving through anything especially big, the energy over the next week has a lot of flow and support, and it's really great when we have these periods of time that do support moving ahead and moving forward. Now, we are still in Taurus season. This is the last week of the sun's journey through Taurus, and that means the sun is in the final deacon, which is between 20 and 29 degrees of every astrological sign. The third deacon is a point of mastery. What are you applying? How have you matured through Taurus season? What have you learned about the Taurus energies in your life? How have you become clearer in your priorities, what you want, and what matters to you right now? Ultimately, the Taurus energy provides stability. It shows us what we're capable of and what we can take care of on our own. There's a self-reliance with the Taurus energy. And sometimes it's described as being an island where you want to do everything yourself. I'll just take care of it. I'll run the show. I'll be in charge of this. I'll take care of that. And yet, no man is an island. And so the energy of Taurus is that even though there are things that we are each responsible for and we have to take care of that nobody else can do for us, remember that there are always other people to connect with for support, for ideas, for possibilities. And that is actually one of the main energy signatures right now. Because the sun is in Taurus, moving through Taurus until May 20th, when the sun moves into Gemini, but we already have a little bit of the Gemini energy active with both Mercury and Venus in Gemini. So we have this dance going right now between what you have realized for yourself that matters to you. And again, this can be in a very small way. These could be simple details of your life and things that you're working on and moving forward. But the bigger cycle is what you have permanently changed and implemented in yourself that reflects what you value now. Because this energy has had a lot of shifts. There's been a lot of openings and there's been perhaps some understanding, some bigger picture revelations. The energy has a broader quality to it, where maybe there's things you're assessing about your life that you're really making some clear decisions on. And those decisions are happening through both Mercury and Venus in Gemini. Now, I want to talk about Venus first, because the sun in Taurus is ruled by Venus. So this elevates Venus's importance when the sun is in Taurus. She's a bit more important and prominent because her energy is 
working with the sun. And so over the next week, Venus has really supportive energies as she moves through Gemini. She's going to make a sextile to Chiron in Aries and then conjunct the North Node in Gemini. And that will be happening on May 18th, followed by a trine to Saturn in Aquarius at 13 degrees on May 19th. This Venus energy has been strong since last week as she had an important trine from Pluto that brought about understandings of what you're transforming, what you're changing, what's shifting in your value systems, what's shifting in the Venus areas of your life. And Venus pertains to relationships, partnerships, friendships, how we connect with other people. Venus is about what we value, what we like, what we want to receive. She can be associated with your love language, for example, because it's how you receive love. It's how you feel loved from another. Venus is connected with finances, uh, financial decisions, what you buy, what you own, uh, what you want to spend money on, what's worth money to you. So the financial areas of our life can be more important and perhaps even more prominent during Taurus season. But with Venus in Gemini, making these connections to both Chiron, the North Node, and Saturn over the next week, this Venus is getting clear on a choice, on decisions, on what she's been thinking about and what she's been talking about. Venus in Gemini is social. She likes to learn and think, and she wants to be mentally stimulated. She needs something to direct her mind towards. Uh, She can take in a lot of information, whether that's through books and reading and movies and anything in pop culture, but also she's looking for more to understand. And I feel like we've been moving through some deeper understandings of ourselves. And the Venus energy also pertains to worthiness how you love yourself, how you value yourself. And it could be that something is being rewritten for you around this area of your life or any of these Venus areas of your life. But the deeper energy of Venus brings us back to what do I believe I'm worthy of? What do I believe I deserve that I want to experience, that I want to receive, that I want to share? It feels like what's happening is that Venus is inviting us into the depths of ourselves, into more of what matters to us, and we have the potential to raise our consciousness around what we want in our lives, what matters, what has worth, and it's based on that internal energy that we feel within ourselves, which then reflects and changes what we attract outside of us. The Venus energy has been strong and it's been changing and shifting. And with the energy of Gemini, you could be trying to figure out how things fit together. Gemini is about two, either two directions, two options. It's also about both sides of our brain, the left brain, the right brain, um, how the different parts of us work together. And so as we move through this Gemini energy and enter into Gemini season next week, there's going to be this ongoing theme of how to bring two halves together, how to create a new whole, how to incorporate or integrate more of yourself into this new part of you 
that understands more of what you want. Now, I feel this as the energies we each hold being masculine and feminine and how they cooperate and how they work together internally. There's also the energy here of going back and forth to consider both sides or to look at what is more important right now. That Gemini energy can go back and forth a lot. It's where we can have the mental spinning, a lot of strong mental energy, trying to figure something out. But the higher expression of Gemini is how do I incorporate all of this? How do I integrate it? How do you choose both? Like how do you combine both sides of yourself to experience a more evolved whole, a more evolved sense of self? So the Gemini energy really gets us thinking in new ways. It can open up some more understandings that we weren't aware of. It can show you more that's on your mind that you need to talk about, write it out, share it. There's energy here that needs to move and make sure that whatever you're pondering or considering that you're moving it mentally so that it doesn't spin on itself or get stuck going back and forth like a pinball in a pinball machine. Uh, This energy really wants to express and share something. So you could feel that you're needing to have a good conversation with someone or that there's something that you want to share or you even want to research. Um, There's a lot of ideas with the Gemini energy as well. So it feels like what this Venus in Gemini is showing us over the next week is what's on our minds really matters and we want to keep it moving forward. I feel like this week has beneficial developments that there are some breakthroughs and some higher understandings that are coming in that are going to have a sense of clarity. Um, It could be that you know what you want to say, express, write, uh, something that you need to put into words and maybe you didn't know how to share or how to say it. There's very strong energy over the next week for things coming together And having a sense of strength and confidence in what you need to share. And that Venus in Gemini is about sharing. Uh, This can also be an energy where there's a lot going on all of a sudden. That you're getting busy. That things are happening on your calendar. And your days are filling up. And you're planning trips or planning daily adventures. Um, There's movement here that also takes us out of stagnation. And this would be another theme that if you've been stuck on something or in something, if you have felt that inability to move, I think this next week is going to give you some understandings of what to move towards, what to move with. Uh, There's energy here where you can feel that there's something opening up and shifting. And the openings are actually very important here over the next week. So we have an active Venus, as I mentioned, but perhaps the bigger news is that Jupiter enters Pisces on May 13th. And Jupiter has not been in Pisces since 2010 and will only have a short amount of time in Pisces before returning to Aquarius 
on July 28th. So Jupiter enters Pisces, travels to two degrees of Pisces until June 21st, stations retrograde, comes back into Aquarius, where it is for the rest of 2021. Then Jupiter enters Pisces again, December 29th. So we're going to have some ebbs and flows of energies. And what I'm feeling right now, especially over the next week, is this really beautiful energy of opening and softening as Jupiter enters Pisces, which is a water sign. And so Jupiter moves from the air sign of Aquarius into the water sign of Pisces. And this is where there's flow. Where we move out of our heads, uh, there's a shift here that moves from what has been in our minds that maybe we've been really fixated on. Aquarius is a fixed sign, so you can be very clear about where you're going, what you want, uh, what you're developing, what you're building, what matters to you for the long term. That energy is still prominent because Saturn is in Aquarius. So we still have Aquarius energies in the mix, but Jupiter into Pisces is a softening. It's feminine. It opens, it flows. And this could be a really welcomed shift because what the Pisces energy does at its best is it allows, it forgives, it is okay with whatever. And it has that, removal of the ego, removal of the mind. It's no longer where maybe you're stuck on something or focused on something and overthinking it or concerned about it. The Jupiter in Pisces opens up the energy and allows us to relax and to exhale. This can also drop you into your heart more and it also feels like the higher heart, the higher heart of compassion of acceptance, of forgiveness, of beautiful love. Uh, This is also the opening into more of our emotional body and how we can trust what we feel and that we don't have to be over-reliant on the mind. Um, The Pisces energy opens us up to more energies that have messages for us, that have wisdom, that have understanding. And I feel like this shift opens us up to more of our feminine energies And also allows us to relax and sit back. And it feels like Jupiter in Pisces is a bit like a lifeguard on duty. Because Jupiter is about what you're learning, what you're understanding, what you've maybe grown through or what you've come to see about yourself or your life or something that you're able to detach from. And look at it from a higher perspective. And so like a lifeguard sitting in the lifeguard chair, you have a higher vantage point on your life, on what you have been through. And how are you observing it now? How are you seeing parts of yourself or parts of your world? You know, you can see it from this higher vantage point and perhaps understand more. You know, understand who you are, who you've been, understand certain areas that have been really important to you or certain dreams you still have or things that you want to create and pursue. They still have meaning to you. But I feel like what this does is it alleviates a burden. It alleviates pressure. And again, it helps us just sit back and relax and look at what do I want to take forward? What matters to me still? It's still in my heart. It's still in my energy. It's still something that calls to me. 
But then the Pisces energy also allows us to let something go and say, okay, I've learned through that. I understood what that was about. I'm no longer interested in that. I'm no longer resonating with something. This is where we can see how we've changed and how we've evolved. This is also where we're going to have opportunities to make new choices. And I feel like with the Pisces energy, these are going to be more intuitive, emotional, or spiritual choices, if you will. Like there's something here where the energy rises into your intuition. It's a focus on what you feel, like what feels correct for you, what feels good for you. And that's where you could start to see the movement and the shifts. Because as the planets move from air signs into water signs, they release something. There's this, again, the pressure is released. It's no longer only in the head or only in the mind. There's something that you just feel or sense. And the Jupiter in Pisces is helping us with this ability to trust ourselves, to trust what's rising up, uh, to trust more of the messages and energies outside of the mind. Jupiter is exalted in Pisces, which means it's very strong here. It can bring in beautiful gifts. Uh, There can be a really exciting element of divine timing here where Jupiter brings something forward that maybe has been hidden from you or that you've been waiting on. And now it's the time. Now things are lining up or now it makes even more energetic sense. So there can be abundance and beautiful manifestations that happen in divine timing now that Jupiter is in Pisces. And I do have a separate episode for you all about the Jupiter and Pisces energies. So I don't want to repeat myself too much here. But over the next week, we are opening and softening. This energy is more receptive and it even has this release of not only burdens and perhaps too much mental energy, but almost like you can reevaluate what really matters to you. And if you are holding a grudge, which the fixed signs can do because the fixed signs will latch on to something and not let go. But when the energy moves from Aquarius into Pisces, again, that softening means you're not so concerned with it anymore. There can be an energy here where you are softening towards someone. You are letting them off the hook. You're no longer as maybe it's upset or you're no longer as tense or annoyed or whatever it might be with someone. There's an energy shift here where you're more capable of letting things go, of allowance, of allowing people to be who they are. That's part of the acceptance. Uh, This is where the energy can flow if there's been anything stuck between you and someone else. If there's been something that hasn't budged or hasn't moved, this energy will flush it through and flush it out if that's your intention and if that's something that you choose. Again, there's more support here for healing, for understanding, for compassion, both of yourself and of another. And it all streams from those higher vibrations of unconditional love, where you can accept someone in their humanness. You can say, okay, I understand, and this is what happened, or this is what you decided, or this is the direction you went, or this is something you said. I mean, it's kind of like if you have any little spats or grievances with people, you might just feel over it, and you might not care anymore. Uh, That is one of the strengths of Pisces, is that Pisces can let things go. 
go and just say, whatever, that's fine. I've learned from it. Now, this is also important to evaluate because there's so many different situations and scenarios where you could also be over something and you learn from it, but then you've established a new boundary around it. And that is one of the areas that Pisces is learning is boundaries. So you have to be very discerning here with what you're accepting in your life. Uh, But I feel like this has the ability to mend situations. This has the ability to let things go, uh, to let someone off the hook. Um, This is the energy of second chances and going higher in your understandings. Jupiter wants us to learn and grow. So when we've learned from something, when we understand it, again, when you're sitting in that lifeguard chair and you can see from the higher vantage point what you've been learning or moving through, what the areas of growth have been or the lessons, then Jupiter brings in the rewards. And Jupiter says, yes, you got it. Yes, you've changed. You've evolved and you've shifted And all of that is also important with Jupiter in Pisces. So there is a beautiful elevation of energy coming in. It is, again, softer. It is feminine. And it's also a bigger energy field of love. And that's something you could feel. It's like you could feel your heart bursting open. You could maybe feel a part of yourself expanding with unconditional love. And most importantly, make sure you're giving that to yourself. Uh, This can be self-forgiveness. This can be seeing something and understanding more about yourself and accepting who you are at a human level. Uh, There's energy here too. What you want to change, what you're ready to change in yourself, that could just flow open. It could just be easier to make some shifts and changes now. Easier over the next three months, especially as Jupiter moves through Pisces, where it can feel like the wind is at your back. It can feel like things are moving forward and moving in your direction because of your own spiritual mastery. And with Pisces being the 12th and final sign of the zodiac, there is that energy of completion, that energy of graduation as well, of what you've been understanding and moving through. And I feel like what we're experiencing here from the middle of May until the end of July are higher vibrations of love. And I mean this at the spiritual level, more so than at the human level, because at the human level, we can have unconscious conditions that we place on people, or we can have expectations, we can have attachments. All of these are very normal, but this energy feels that it's detached. It is accepting and allowing, and it's where we can be in that place of loving people, loving someone for exactly who they are, no strings attached. And that sounds beautiful. And then you might catch yourself applying expectations or thinking about something they should do or who they should be. But this is a removal energy. And it could even be that you feel your energy retracting from any expectations, attachments, or shoulds that you've put on other people. And that that has revealed more of what you are working on and is not about them. So there could be some very beneficial exercises here around self-forgiveness and self-acceptance 
where maybe you've seen how you've put expectations on others to be a certain way. You could also feel this in return, where you could sense that there's people in your life who have expectations of you, how you should live your life, what you should do for them, how they are attached to you. And this can be really interesting because it's often the person of the higher consciousness who sees this first. And then it can stir up some things like you could get annoyed, you could have resentment, you could not want to walk the line or do all this stuff for all these people. Uh, Those might be the burdens you've been carrying. You might realize all these people depend on me and a part of me has liked that. I've wanted people to depend on me because it means I'm important or it means I'm valuable or it means I'm worthy. And then you could realize But look at what else comes with that. Look at all this other energy and all these other expectations that come with that. So you could be looking at where there are these energetic cords, energetic strings, energetic ties to other people that you no longer want to participate in, where you don't want to share in that way, or you don't want to be connected or attached to others in that same capacity. And so this Jupiter and Pisces energy could be part of the unraveling, the releasing, especially again, middle of May to end of July, you could have these bigger understandings of, I'm sure doing a lot for other people. And what am I sacrificing? Or is it equal? Am I receiving as much as I'm giving? Is this energetically correct for me? And also, what is it serving for me? Because again, you could realize where your ego has enjoyed it. Like your ego has felt really good about people needing you. But at the end of the day, how much of that is energy you want to carry forward and how much of it is limiting? And these understandings can absolutely be tied to the Venus and Gemini energies that I just mentioned earlier in the show, where we're seeing things differently. We're talking about it differently. We're having new perceptions and understandings around what you want and what you need and looking at how to reframe a story, create a new narrative, create a new way of moving ahead or proceeding that is more in alignment with what you want and who you are now. Now, the other strong energy of the week happens on May 17th when the sun in Taurus trines Pluto retrograde in Capricorn at 26 degrees. This is a very strong, determined energy. This is where we're ready for deeper transformation. This energy feels very robust and strong. It has a surge of power to it where there's something that you've been moving through and understanding in yourself, the sun in Taurus trining Pluto in Capricorn has this desire for the transformation, has a readiness, has an acceptance of what you want next and what to do about it, how to move towards it. What are the realistic, practical steps? That's because this is in the earth signs, which is about our physical world and how we need certain resources. Uh, We need certain things in place to make life changes or to make new decisions or to try something different or try something new. That Capricorn energy, we've been talking about it a lot, is about what we are powerfully and permanently changing in our lives 
And with the Saturn in Taurus, there's a readiness, there's a timing here that's lining up where if the timing wasn't present before, I feel like there's something over this next week that has a lot of yes energy to it. Yes, that's correct for me. Yes, I want that. Yes, this is in alignment with who I am. There's energy here where something's coming together and lining up because of all the changes we've been moving through and the changes are now happening even at a faster speed because when the planets move into Gemini, they pick up their pace. So we have this Mercury in Gemini, Venus in Gemini, and then the sun will move into Gemini May 20th. So I feel like this sun in Taurus trining Pluto and Capricorn is a foundational change. What has shifted within you at a foundational level that is a truer manifestation and realization of what you want, what matters to you, and what you're creating that also reflects how you want to live a good life. Because it's bigger than just this week. It's bigger than just this year. These are energies that are showing us more of what we're capable of. And I feel it as a stretching, like stretching ourselves to go further, stretching ourselves to grow and know that we have more energies to work with and to not hold back and not to limit ourselves. Now, it's also important to note that we are officially in eclipse season, and that's because the eclipse energy actually started on May 11th with the Taurus new moon at 21 degrees. Then the energy continues forward and will have our first actual eclipse on May 26th. That's the Sagittarius total lunar eclipse, but the energy is initiated with the new moon because every new moon is the beginning point And then the full moon is the revelation and the illuminations of what you've been focused on. So over this next week, there is a grounding energy of what matters to you now, what is a priority, what has value, where you're ready to make changes in your life that maybe you just weren't ready for before, but this eclipse season brings them through and gets the energy moving. And I even feel like the months of June and July are going to go by really fast because there's going to be a sense of acceleration, timeline changes, things really picking up to take us to these new areas in our lives that we're ready for. And this week is about the grounding and the clarity of who you are, what matters to you, and to not hold back what you want or what is correct for you because of other people's expectations or opinions or shoulds or their attachments to you. There's like this clearing out and I'm seeing it in the aura where we all have energetic cords to other people and some of those cords can be really thin and you know non-intrusive and then others can be these big, heavy, thick cords that can weigh us down and can feel like they carry a lot. And it's a bit like seeing some of those really big ropes that have multiple ropes inside or multiple strings inside. Um, Please forgive me, I, I don't know a lot about rope, but it has like that energy of like, oh my gosh, there's a lot in here. 
It looks like it's just one giant cord, but it has all these other cords inside and they can be connected to all these other areas of life, uh, many lifetimes, uh, energies that you've taken on. Almost like if you have willingly accepted to be the strong one for other people, you might realize you're done with that role. Like you're just not interested in carrying all the weight and, and all the burdens and everything. Like it feels like this unraveling is where we first have to set ourselves free, where we first have to be very clear about what we have participated in or obligated ourselves to. Because what I'm feeling through this unraveling is that even if you have this really thick cord of attachment. And by the way, this could even be to a job um, where you're feeling like, I don't know where else I would go. Like, this is where I've worked for 20 years, or this is where I've been for so long. Anything can be reworked, anything can be shifted into a new form and a new expression and a new manifestation. And I feel like this eclipse energy that we're in is going to reveal to us what is no longer true what is no longer satisfying, what is too heavy, and even open us up to more. Now, it's interesting because you could feel like you're done with one thing, but you don't know what the next thing is. You're just feeling, I'm done with this job, I'm done with this workplace, I don't like this company, I'm just ready to grow. Keep your intention on the next positive development and focus on what do I want to feel in my daily life every day? What do I want to feel when I go to work? I want to feel inspired. I want to feel interested. I want to feel that my skills are respected, that I'm really good at what I do, that I just love what I do every day. I want to feel joyful at how I spend my hours here. Focus on what you want to feel, even if you don't know the job title or the exact next step because when you amplify the feeling that's what the universe will respond to that's where the energy will open up and something new will come through this is also where we're not in our minds about solving something where you're just open to this is what I want to feel every day this is how I want to live my life I want to feel respected I want to feel successful, I want to feel creative, I want to feel confident, etc. When you're focusing on the feeling, that's what will help direct you towards the next whatever, the next job, the next house, the next home, the next relationship, the next creative expression, whatever it is. How do you want to feel? Because the universe will respond to that. And so as we're in these eclipse energies that are going to accelerate, you're going to have changes. We're going to have letting goes. We're going to have things removed. And you could even feel it in yourself. You could feel like there was something that was always a priority to you or a role that you always wanted to be in. And this could, I'm feeling it around a family dynamic. Like there could be something in a family that you're like, I'm this person in the family. And now that's changing where you're like, yeah, I don't want to be that person anymore in the family. I'm happy to pass the baton. I'm happy to resign. I don't want to be holding up everyone in the family. Um, and this can be, especially when you're 
comfortable doing so, you might realize it's draining your energy or it's holding you back, um, that you're also unconsciously limiting other people's growth. So if you've had realizations about shifting dynamics, shifting what you no longer want, and by the way, I'm feeling family because of how Mars is in Cancer and Mars stirs up our feelings in every sign that it moves through. And Cancer is the energy of home, family, where you go at the end of the day, uh, your private space, uh, real estate, uh, that Mars in Cancer can stir up the Cancerian areas of our life and have us make some choices. We could also realize where we have resentment, frustration, or impatience in any of these areas of our life. So it could be that if you've been fulfilling a certain role in the family, I feel like these shifting energies are going to help you reconsider and reprioritize what is necessary for you. I'm also seeing that this happens in the workplace, and honestly, it can happen in any area of life. But what you may realize is that other people can absolutely take care of themselves and this is an opportunity for their growth, for their maturity, for their development, for them to do things their way or to discover what that is, to discover how to solve a problem or how to do something that you've always taken on. I just feel like there's this big shift happening where people are no longer wanting to be in certain roles anymore. And it feels very empowering. On one hand, it can also be confusing. Uh, You could even be afraid of letting people down, disappointing them, even have fears around their own capabilities. Can they figure this out? Can they handle this on their own? Well, part of this is understanding that spirit works with all of us. Spirit is always present for everyone. And your ability to step back or call your energy back is one of the best gifts you can give someone. And it's interesting because I feel like what's happening too is that with the changes that are unfolding, people are ready. They're ready for life changes. And now I'm even being shown that you could feel or get a sense that they want you to step back. Like their higher self is saying, don't do this for me anymore. Their higher self is telling you, I don't need you to take care of this for me anymore. I want to do it on my own. I want to figure it out on my own. I want to go down this path on my own. And that's really exciting too to reframe it as they have things lining up for them to help them move forward. Now, I realize that I'm talking about this from a one-sided perspective, and I believe it's because a lot of people who listen to this show, you identify as an empath and a healer, you are a light worker, you are used to providing or doing for others, you're used to maybe even being the stronger energy in your, with your friends, with your family, in the workplace, like you're just comfortable doing more or taking things on. I feel like what we're shifting into is the pulling it back so that you can fully honor yourself more and honor others more, honor their own path and their own spiritual growth without hindering them or again, without taking on more than your share, without feeling like you're responsible for holding up the world. It's an interesting shift because I also feel like some people want, maybe want you to continue in a certain role, 
even though you're not interested anymore. You're like, I'm done with this. I don't want to be the one who solves everyone's problems. I don't want to be the go-to person, but I want to help others figure out what they need or what their choices are. So this energy has a containment to it. To contain what is true for you, to not hold yourself back, and then it also feels like there will need to be higher awareness around the patterns in your life that maybe perpetuate this kind of role. So for example, how many times do you raise your hand and say, yeah, I'll do it, or sure, I can take care of that, or yeah, no problem, I've got that covered. Would it be appropriate to no longer offer, to no longer volunteer, to no longer be the one who has the plan? And of course, this is very personal, and maybe this doesn't resonate with you at all. In fact, I don't even know why I'm talking about this. This wasn't even something I thought I'd be talking about in today's show. But I trust that it's important for us right now and that it's something for us to be aware of because in eclipse season, there's going to be a lot of changes and I feel like there could be things maybe even yanked away, taken away, where the universe is like, this isn't yours. Don't touch this. Get your hands out of it. Don't even come in the kitchen. This is not yours. And it's part of this stepping back so that we can each honor more of our true path and more of the direction that calls to us without our energy being splintered or diffused or even distracted. There's a clarity coming in and it's meant to be very grounded and it's meant to feel correct for you. Again, it goes back to the emotional body, to your own intuition and to what feels right for you. I feel too like this could be very new for some people. Uh, This is where you're really working on your intuition. You're trusting the energies. Um, This is where you're opening up to more of your own feminine energies, to more of your own ability to trust what you feel and to trust what's correct for you and have that be enough. That can also be part of the practice where you're like, okay, this is what I feel. This is what's coming up. This is what I'm sensing. This is what my intuition is saying. And that's it. That's the message. It doesn't have to go in the mind and spin around and be solved and figured out. It's like the feeling is valid. The energy that's coming through is very clear and it's telling you something that's important. The other quick thing I want to mention is that Mercury in Gemini enters its shadow on May 15th at 16 degrees of Gemini. And the Mercury retrograde will start the end of May, May 29th, and it goes until June 23rd, where Mercury retrograde moves between 16 and 24 degrees of Gemini over this phase of his journey. So that mental energy is being downgraded. It's being downgraded a little bit. It's being uh, reprioritized and it's also opening us up to more of what we can trust in ourselves even when we don't know all the details or particulars. So it's quite a beautiful week of energy we have ahead and that we're moving through here in the middle of May. There's a lot of support for what's in our hearts. There's a lot of support for letting go, releasing, looking at what you no longer want to carry, what is no longer connected to your energy, 
where it's weighing you down or feels burdensome. There's energy opening up here around where you're headed, what you want to do next, new ideas, new projects, uh, new friends, new conversations. This, this energy is very much about where we're going next. And I feel like what we're also taking with us is more trust in ourselves, more awareness of what's possible. And also that when we're learning as we go, we're really staying open in beautiful ways to what can manifest next. So I hope that this episode has given you some good things that resonate with you or support you on your journey. I hope that it's been a good way to understand what may be shifting and changing in your world too as we're moving through this eclipse season energy. Now I have three separate podcast episodes for you on the energies of the eclipse. So there is a podcast episode on the Sagittarius total lunar eclipse. I just did a podcast episode for you on the Gemini solar eclipse on June 10th. And then I have a third extra episode for you about the Jupiter in Pisces energies. So all of those shows may help and may further connect some dots about these energies that you're going through, as well as the changes that are underway. Because all three of these, Sagittarius, Gemini, and Pisces, are mutable signs. Mutable signs are about change. So ready or not, change is happening, and it's beneficial if that's what you believe, and that it's supportive of what you want and where you're going next. So as always, thank you so much for joining me. I am grateful for your time, energy, and presence in today's episode. I will be back every Monday and Wednesday for a new episode. And please check out my YouTube channel where you'll find even more astrological videos, especially on all of the playlists I have for you that talk about different specialties too. Like for example, there is a whole playlist on the asteroid goddesses and the dwarf planet. Uh, There's also playlists on the different energies we move through in every decade of our life. Uh, So check that out. See if there's things that may interest you and help you understand more of your own journey. You can find out more about me at mollymccord.online and I am also over on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. I have a few different Facebook pages. Thanks for joining me, and I will see you back here very soon.